0: To wrestling with Problems. I'm your host, King David Lane. That's King David Lane on just about every social media platform. So give me a like, follow, and friend request. And most likely, I will give you a return. And we're to talk what else but wrestling and problems. Uh, we will start off with a problem. Um, I will not be joined this week by Chris Best. as at chrisbest.net on Twitter. Apparently, he was murdered and then
2: set on fire while celebrating his birthday.
0: But we are hoping that he'll be better next week. So, uh, <laughs> This will probably be a solo show this week. This will probably be a very short show because I'm not going to talk to myself for, for two hours. So, anyway, I'll try to hit the highlights of the world of wrestling and world of problems this week. Uh, we got a couple things I do want to talk to. So let's talk about. So I'll get right into them. Guess I'll start with uh, some sad news. Barry Scott, the longtime voice of TNA slash Impact, passed away at the age of 65. So, uh, I want to thank mandatory.com for the information regarding, uh, his death as well as the, uh, Tennessee Tribune's website. Uh, uh, he was a long time fixture in the world of, uh, TNA. He did some wonderful, uh, voiceovers for the, uh, company. Uh, they actually did pay tribute to him, uh playing some of those uh, wonderful things he did uh, on a couple of shows, including some of his openings for, like, Bound for Green, some of the pay-per-views. Uh, it's kind of weird when you watch wrestling. Uh, there's guys you know. You obviously know the wrestling stars, and you know the uh, the managers. A lot of times you might even know the, like, producers. A lot of times they're they prior wrestlers or, you know, managers in the business as well but you don't always know the voiceover artist. You don't always know, you know, the people who actually run the board behind the scenes. There's lots of people that contribute to making a great product, but you don't always know. So I'm glad to see that he did get a little bit of uh, notice after he passed. Unfortunately, it's also kind of sad that uh, he had to pass away to sort of get that notice. So I really enjoyed some of his work. I'd never really – the time to think about uh, who the man behind the voice was, unfortunately, until he passed. But uh, there's a beautiful picture of him, uh, Barry Scott, 1955 to 2020. Uh, the impact posted out. So if you want to check that out, you can go to their uh, Twitter account and check that as well. Uh, but even though he did this... Uh, Wonderful work with TNA and Impact. A lot of these guys that do voiceover work, they have all sorts of things in their history that you might not be aware of. He also hosted a show called The Lost 45s. Hosted that show for almost four years. Uh, He appeared as a music expert on various shows. Uh, They did, like I did mention earlier, they paid tribute to him, posting several of his features he did, including the first ever TNA impact episode on spike from 2005 as well as his intro for bound for glory, 2005 as well. Uh, he last appeared on impact earlier this year. He gave an introduction for uh, TNA world. Heavyweight champion Moose. So we want to, uh, send our uh, thoughts and condolences to his family and his friends and people in their life. who are most directly affected by this. But, uh, also we want to, uh, I guess the best way to put it is, uh, I would say wish him the best in his future endeavors because it's sort of wrestling cliche thing, but I don't feel that's like the right... I don't really want to be dismissive of him in that way, so I'm not going to say that. Uh, like I said, that's, we said something that we kind of say kind of to be a little, little bit joking, and I don't want to joke about this at all because, of it's sad the man passed away, but uh, I'm the kind of person, I'm agnostic, so I don't believe in heaven or hell. I don't absolutely guarantee there's not... Either or one of them, but I also don't believe that there is. So I don't really, I can't really say I wish him the best in afterlife or anything like that because that'd be silly of me to do so with my current belief system. But if there is an afterlife, I do hope he uh, has found peace in it. So uh, wish him the best. And, and like I said, thanks for providing so much entertainment, even though it flew large on the radar for a lot of people, unfortunately, until he passed away. So he's a very, definitely a talented man. He added a lot to the broadcast. So. Rest in peace, Barry Scott. Uh, let's get into a little bit of some happier news. Uh, AEW Dynamite did Bunkers rating this past week, and I was actually kind of surprised by it because it felt like it was a down, uh, all-out pay-per-view to me. So I was kind of surprised to hear that it sort of just bounced back in such a way. Uh, they did their first rating over a million in this year. Actually, there's they're starting. To, if if they can continue this momentum, they can. Uh, they might catch Raw in the next couple of years if they stay on this current trajectory. Obviously, Raw has been trending well down in the wrong direction for years now. Uh, AEW Dynamite it was sort of trending down for a while. It started out hot, trending down for a while. Obviously, I'm not privy to the ins and outs of the plus three and the plus seven ratings but it has started to drop and it was starting, it was starting to get a little bit worrisome when you started hitting, you know, that, that low 700,000 number, but it's sort of belts back in a big way over the last few weeks. And like I said, uh, the last four weeks or so, I don't think they've been competing with NXT. Uh, interesting note, NXT has not done this sort of number over a million since they've not been competing with, uh, AEW Dynamite. There are rumors that, uh, NXT might be moving to Tuesday. Uh, if it does, I kind of feel bad for Impact. Impact should move to Thursday if NXT moves to Tuesday, though, because that would be ridiculous to try to compete, uh, being on access and all. But then you'd have basically have a, you know, at least somewhat national or international wrestling pre- pre- presence every day of the week, uh, Monday through Friday and you still technically, I think you still technically have MLW on Saturday once they get restarted so and obviously uh, Sundays that's when most companies run their pay-per-views so or I, I take that back I shouldn't say most companies because I think uh, uh, normally uh, AEW runs Saturday night pay-per-views A, uh, WWE runs their uh, pay-per-views on uh, Sunday nights uh, and they recently moved, I think they've moved takeovers to Sundays as well Uh, For NXT. Uh, At least the ones, if they're not, you know, paired with the big show, I think. uh, If they're not compared with one of the Raw SmackDown pay-per-views, I think they have moved them to uh, uh, Sunday, I believe. I believe if the WrestleMania week, if they still do a takeover that week, I think that still might be on a Saturday or something. But otherwise, uh, they've been running takeovers on uh, Sunday night, I believe. That was a big sort of announcement they made not too long ago because, like I said, takeovers are basically, for all intents and purposes, NXT's pay per views. They should be treated like pay per views if NXT is going to be the third brand. So, but at any rate, uh, interestingly enough, uh, AEW did go against competition from NBA and NHL playoffs. Uh, all the shows did well in their uh, on their networks. So, uh, Interesting enough, uh, they also did announce AEW will be uh, back in its normal one, despite it was a little bit of it was a little bit of a problem. They weren't sure due to how the playoffs fell if they would be airing Wednesday night or Thursday night this week, but it has been settled because the uh, Lakers-Rockets series ended enough where uh, Dynamite will air in the usual spot. There is going to be another episode or uh, of uh, one-hour edition of Dynamite. This is going to air around midnight as well. So you probably get a double dose of of dynamite this week. I'm not sure what the one hour edition of dynamite is going to consist of, however, but it's supposed to air around midnight. So hopefully your DVR is set, if you you don't have a DVR that's set, uh, you know, check it out or however you want to check it out or record it or if you have VCR, I guess you can do it that way too. Fun fact, I do have a VCR, although I don't have it plugged in anything. I got a a VCR bought that's still in the box, and and it's like an old-school VCR. I bought it because I was going to hook it up to one of my DVD recorders so I could record some stuff, but I never got around to doing it. So it's still in the box in my basement. (laughs) And actually, I bought it used, though. I was going to buy a new VCR. (laughs) If I'm going to buy a, quote, new VCR, I'll at least have the decency to buy a VCR-DVD combo. Cause I actually have owned a couple of those over the years. But like when the last one broke, I didn't feel the need to upgrade it again. So everything's pretty much DVR, whether it be cloud or regular DVRs at this point. So I figured why bother. But any rate, uh, moving on to other stories in Don't wrestling. I guess I'll go ahead and uh, move down the list. Uh, WWE has also sort of clarified its rules for YouTube and Twitch accounts. Because there was some controversy and there was a little bit of confusion about uh, how exactly that was going to work out. Uh, Some people were thinking that they wouldn't be allowed to use Twitch or YouTube. On the other hand, uh, WWE does like wrestlers to use those various social media platforms to reach out with the fans and interact with the fans because it's good for business. At the same time, they want to be kind of careful how they protect their intellectual property rights and whatnot. So... Uh, they had a talent meeting, uh, Monday of last week to address reports and they're supposed to cease these third party deals. Uh, here's a little bit of a clarification as far as how that goes. According to day notes on F4Wonline.com. It was clarified that talent would be able to maintain both YouTube and Twitch accounts. However, they would have to do so using their real names as opposed to their WWE ring names. It was stated that they would have to inform the company of YouTube and Twitch accounts using their real names. Uh, there was confusion above talent. They were told by people in the company that they could not market themselves with the usage of their real names. It also reports WWE didn't clear up exactly what won't be allowed. But all the a belief was Cameo wouldn't be allowed. But he was told that was also still so big for the uh, those of you who don't know what Cameo is, basically Cameo is a – I guess you, it's a semi-social media account. Basically, Cameo is an app that allows you to pay celebrities to give you a personal message, or you can also do it as a gift. You can pay them to deliver a message to somebody else. They'll say almost whatever you want to that person, although there was a little bit of controversy because, you know, people don't always research the stuff they say. Obviously, people wouldn't want to be yelling – obvious racial slurs and stuff like that on Cameo. At least most people wouldn't. Uh, but there were some... Uh, there are certain people that like to, you know, trick people into celebrity saying stuff. There are things that are like vague and, you know, sound right. Brett Favre was one of those that kind of got tricked, you know, you know, uttering some conspiracy nonsense because he thought it was a military-related post and he thought he was supporting troops. It turns out that wasn't the case. Uh, but anyway, there was a few other celebrities get caught up in that sort of thing over the while, but... uh but basically, uh WWE was seems to be concerned about cameo and other things where a certain talent was doing like uh things like meet and greets and stuff like that. They don't want them doing that. So, uh obviously if you could do that on your own, it makes it harder for WWE to make money off bet of if they want to do those sort of things. So those are the sort of things I think uh they still haven't completely cleared it up, but those are the sort of things and rumors that we're hearing as far as what WWE wants to be said and not said. So, uh any rate, we're going to go ahead and move on a little bit. Uh, I do want you to know if you uh, want to gamble this year, if you're into that sort of thing, winning season returns at my bookie. Winning season means doubling your first deposit. Winning season means survivor, super contests, and squares. At my bookie winning season means hitting all your parlays and prop your speed up, watching your team trust their rivals. Rejoice. It's time to celebrate the NFL season. Invest in your intuition Use promo code VOCNATION, all one word, no spaces, and double your first deposit. New players get up to 1000 in free play designed to add more excitement to the sports you love and the games you bet. From live betting to championship futures, every play you want to make is waiting at my bookie. It's simple. Make your pits, win big collect your cash. Use promo code Nation. all one word, no spaces, and double your first deposit. Your winning season begins today, only at MyBookie. So, you know, like I said, if you want to uh, get some action, you want to do a little bit of gambling, that's your way to do it. Like I said, you get some bonuses, so feel free to go ahead and do that. Anyway, we're going to go ahead and uh, take our first commercial break for the evening. Coming up, we're going to talk about more things going into the world of wrestling. You're listening to Wrestling With Problems on VOC Nation in whatever podcast apps you may enjoy.
1: Hey, this is Total Package. Lex Luger. You're listening to the VOC Nation. You don't miss out.
3: Check out in the room every tuesday
1: night at nine listen in
3: pro wrestling illustrated brady hicks former wcw star straw maestro kazzy fist matt grim
1: and you and know, Ray are there too right Ray? we sure are
3: and we've got great guests like lex luger aj styles taku and more it's a heck of a party plus i didn't get thrown off uh, buildings and then i uh, an
1: uh, didn't get pregnant either New episodes air on VOC Nation, Wednesdays at 6 p.m. Join Paul Baker, Dave Cartney, Mark Viquez, Dan Calchico, and guests from throughout the sports world on the Stadium Journey Podcast on VOC Nation.
3: Each and every Thursday night, check it out. WCW star Stro Maestro takes you on a journey. It's WCW Retro, talking old-school match of the week, talking dream matches, taking your calls and looking back on an incredible career of acting, entertaining, and wrestling. Check it out, vocnation.com, WCW Retro. Be sure to call in Thursday nights, 9 Eastern, on the VOC Nation
1: radio network. Yo, this is Jerry Stimes of the Nasty Boys. Yeah, Brian Knobs, you get getting ready to get nasty. Well, listen to the VOC Nation, baby, because it's about to get nasty all around and up in this mother. Get ready. Nasty sensation is coming at you. The worldwide leader in entertainment. This is the VOC Nation Radio Network. <laughs>
0: And welcome back to Wrestling With Problems. I'm your host, King David Lane. That's King David Lane on just about every social media platform. So give me a like, follow, a friend request I give you one in return, most likely. Uh, and we're here to talk about wrestling. Uh, there are a few other things i want to do, some same with self-promotion. So uh, get your Wrestling With Problems t-shirt on on one hour wrestling Tees. So uh, definitely uh, definitely get your Wrestling With Problems t-shirt. We appreciate the support. I got mine. I got to remember to... I got to remember to post my picture of me wearing my shirt because I keep forgetting to do that. But definitely, you want to do that. Go to prowrestlingtees.com. Again, that's prowrestlingtees.com slash VOC Nation. Prowrestlingtees.com slash VOC Nation. And you can get your shirt now. You can get shirt for that also if you want to you can pick up some shirts from some other wonderful shows on this network as well though so uh definitely do that we appreciate the support and this is one way to support shirt without actually having to you know just you know hand me some money although you're more than welcome to hand me a garbage bag duffel bag uh backpack full of money i also take you know i'm not i don't limit myself to american currency so feel free if you want to give me euros you know, Bitcoin Doggy coin, any sort of You know, any sort of money You want to give me, I will take off of you gladly And I will give you a thank you for it So, And I don't, like I said I should care where the money comes from But I really honestly do not <laughs> I just don't want to be part of Your money laundering schemes <laughs> But you know, other than that I won't ask a lot of questions though So Don't don't launder your money via me But other than that, just if you just want to give me some money I'll just take it, you know Mostly, I prefer cash, though. You know, <laughs> That's the best way to do it. But, you know, I'll take it the other way. So. Anyway, back to the world of wrestling. Uh, we talked about uh, AEW's uh, wonderful ratings hitting over a million for the first time in quite some time. They also did a pr- pretty decent job for the all-out uh, pay-per-view of the buy rate. Or at least the early estimates are in for it. The show's tracking to around 100,000, 110,000 buys revolutionary event by the way I want to thank se SC scoops for this and as well as the information regarding uh, the ratings of dynamite uh, these are based on uh, stream motors for the bleacher report live and ViTE TV app uh, those are numbers they sort of get immediately and like I said it looks very similar to revolution so it appears to be you know pretty much the same it might be the same people buying over and over again uh, I did better than full gear pay-per-view from last November, which had trended a little bit below 100,000. There's also some of the last year's all-out and double-nothing with Bush were around 100,000. So, uh, well, doing pretty, pretty well. So, they'll be back, you know, soon with another card. And uh, I think they'll start building with that. That is one of the nice things about uh, AEW. You get a little bit of build, a lot of build-up to different feuds. Uh, it's, it was nice, you know, sort of watching that build up to the uh, Orange Cassidy Chris Jericho feud, as opposed to when you have a pay per view every month and kind of have a kind of have the hot shot it a little bit. I feel like AEW's feuds get a little more time to breathe, so. I don't know. Maybe maybe one day in the future I'll be complaining that it's taking too long to build up, but I hope not. <laughs> For the time being, I kind of like a little bit more of a slow build, with like a little bit less content over the over the years over the week because you get like dynamite, and then you also get AEW dark, and then occasionally I'll build a little side video here or there that maybe moves the action along a little bit. But I think I feel like what they're doing now with – the normal week they put out maybe three hours or three, three and a half hours of content a week. Cause dark might be 30 minutes this week and it might be 90 minutes the next week. But overall, I feel like that's a good balance. I feel like it's actually good that dark doesn't have a set amount of time every week. There might be weeks when they want to do more. it might be weeks when they want to do less based on how the stories hits, but it it does a good job for a company that basically just has their two hours every week. And then they also have, you know, the pay-per-view every few months. They do a good job of, you know, only including important stuff on the dynamite show, adding a little bit of, you know, side plots and stuff to the dark show, but also showcasing some of the talent that might not get a chance to be on dynamite sometimes or as much time as you'd like to have them on dynamite. Also, you know, showcasing some of the young talent, you know, where they might be enhancement talent today, but they might be stars later on. But also allow some of the mid-card talent to get some wins because as you know, an AEW wins and losses matter. I think they've done a good job with that as well As far as telling the story Obviously If you have guys losing On the pay-per-views Losing on Dynamite a lot To, you know, bigger stars That sort of would demote them As far as their win It would dilute their win-loss records This gives them a little bit of a chance To build it up And I appreciate what they've done with that as well So As opposed to, you know In the past, you know WWE sort of has Done some something similar with their You know, sort of minor shows But it doesn't really feel like it matters as much due to the fact that, you know, they don't really keep track of the win-loss and that sort of thing. So that's another good thing that AEW uh, is doing as well. So now let's move on to some NWA. Uh, I won't be covering Dr. Dre this week. It won't be any eazy It won't be any Ice Cube. won't be any DJ Yeller. You no know, uh, MC Ren. No Arabian Prince. That's a deep cut for, you know, some of you some of you fans that you might have to Google that one. But anyway, uh we're actually talking about NWA wrestling. Uh they return to pay per view uh tomorrow night if you're listening live. That's Tuesday night, which is September fifteenth, which is my birthday if you're like uh if you're interested in this sort of thing, so again, I mentioned you can you can just throw me some money if you want. I am I am not too proud to accept any money or any other gift you might want to give me for my birthday. So I'll take wrestling merchandise, uh, rugby merchandise, any sort of uh, Chicago sports teams merchandise as well. So feel free to, s- to send it my way. Uh, if you're if you're not sure where to address it to, I'll just uh, you can always DM me, <laughs> or you can uh, you can hit on my Amazon wish list. <laughs> I uh, appreciate anything off that too So, Anyways uh, Back to NWA uh, NWA as we mentioned a few weeks ago and I want to thank again SC Scoops For the information regarding tonight's lineup on this uh, National Wrestling Alliance returns to pay per view Tomorrow night which In conjunction with United Wrestling Network So it's going to be airing live on Fight TV Get it on uh, Traditional pay per view as well uh, Here's the lineup for the show uh, the NWA World Heavyweight Championship will be defended by Nick Aldis, the champion, and he'll be defending against Michael Bennett, or Mike Bennett. Uh, West Coast Pro Championship, the champion, Alexander Hamilton, Tamer you might know him from MLW, and you know, various other fans, but he's going to be taking on AJ Sparks. You'll also have Camille versus Heather Monroe, uh, representing that promotion as well. You'll have UWN Television Championship. You'll have Dan the Man Joseph, the champion, versus Levi Shapiro. You'll also uh, have, representing this company as well, Chris Dickinson versus Dickie Meyer. Uh, We're All Day versus Jordan Clearwater and The Tribe, which features the Hawaiian Lion and Nava Warrior versus the Wolf Zaddies, Bad Dude Tito and Che Cabrera. There's also supposed to be an appearance by Thunder Rosa as well. So uh, if you are uh, if you weren't able to write all that down, uh, you can also check out Fight TV. the app. It's Twitter account at Fight TV. That's F I T E T V, and they have you know a listing of the card as well. Uh, there was a note posted by Billy Corgan in a press release announcing the week with their shows, and it featured the following comments: "My goal here is simple: to provide the best contest possible with the greatest talent available, carrying on the great legacy of the National Wrestling Alliance as an independent governing body." And in that, we hope to feature at least one championship match on every live broadcast, said NWA owner Billy Corgan. Wait a minute. Billy Corgan owns NWA? I thought there was a William Corgan that owned it. If, if 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 you watched the NWA Power Show, I thought I always mentioned William Corgan was in charge. So I'm confused by this. Is Billy Corgan in charge or is it William Corgan? I'm starting to think that wrestling might be playing games with names of certain talent and also names with the ownership. Cause this is very confusing. But anyway, let's see what other news in the world of wrestling we get got be- discussed before I get out of here. Uh, I guess I can talk about uh, something I haven't really done that much this week. Uh, I'll talk about uh, some of the storylines going on in the world of wrestling. I do like uh, – the Sasha Banks-Bailey gimmick, I, I I do like there was a nice of a swerve where uh, Bailey turned on Sasha Banks as opposed to Sasha Banks turning on Bailey, which was they were sort of hitting that for the longest time. And knowing their characters' histories, by the way, that, that would also would have seemed to make logically the most sense. But this is one of the situations where doing the thing that makes logical sense the most. Is actually a better story to take it the other way. You, the worst thing in wrestling sometimes is to be too predictable. Obviously, there's time when predictability is good, but there's other times where you're just like, oh, you feel like they're giving me the same thing we've seen all over again. We've seen Sasha Banks turn on people before plenty of times, so that would not be a huge shocker. It was, it was a little bit of, it was a little bit more surprising that Bailey turned on Sasha, particularly with. Bailey screwing Sasha over, sort of the last couple of times, anyway. And it seemed like you know Sasha would have been more than willing to sort of turn on her. So, but overall, I'm I'm enjoying that storyline. So that's a good storyline on SmackDown, as well as uh, I'm enjoying the storyline with Roman Reigns uh, joining Paul Heyman. I do like the fact that they finally explained exactly why Roman Reigns sort of ended up with Paul Heyman. The fact that you know, he was out with health issues and he was sort of felt like he was tossed aside that, you know, that seems you know, kind of compelling. Uh, I think that might have been part of what they did with the, where they kept, they kind of kept scrubbing Roman Reigns from various programming after he opted out of the, uh, the, uh, the tapings during a COVID situation when he was at his source and they weren't doing full of taping and didn't have enough room to social distance and all that other stuff. So him coming back in that sort of environment where they had been doing that already. I don't know if that was intentionally when they first dated that that was going to be the story the whole time. But if, if, if it was great job by them, if it wasn't, sometimes you, you, you just do stuff You realize when you have good writing, sometimes you, you realize you never really write yourself in a corner quote when you have good writing, a good writer, even if you, Think you might be writing yourself into a corner you can sort of write your way out of it so i don't know which one that was but anyway, i'm happy that you know and i'm enjoying this storyline so far i'm also enjoying the fact that you, you got one of the usos uh Putin with few robin reigns you know getting a little bit of a individual uh individual shine Sort of, it's a little, sort of a family Civil War thing. I would like to see maybe them include some other family members like they sort of do with the Mysterio family, uh, Rey Mysterio's family, obviously not related to the Mysterio family, Rey Mysterio's family. So, And particularly with it being so much wrestling talent in their family, uh, being much more uh, used to being on screen and whatnot, I'm looking forward to seeing maybe if they'll include some of the previous family members. You could definitely include Rikishi or some of the other talent if they are available. And I would like to see that. So, actually, uh, yeah, Rikishi could provide his back, you know, since uh, since Roman has Paul Heyman back. And then Rikishi would be a great person to back. I'll have dad back you since uh, Paul Heyman's backing the other side. So, so. But overall, I'm enjoying this storyline. Um, it felt like for a while they were never going to turn John Cena heel. They were just going to leave him face no matter what the fans wanted. It felt like they were doing the same thing with Roman Reigns. So it was a nice change of pace for them to you know, finally, after years, listen and say, do something different. And I think it's working out well for both him and for Paul and particularly if with Brock Lesnar not currently under contract. Uh, you needed to do something with him. Why pay him to do nothing, particularly with his talented as he is, though? kind of found it hilarious. I'm pretty sure, I think it was Vince Russo who was complaining that Paul Hammond has been cutting the same promo for 30 years or whatnot. I was like, that's not what I've seen at all. Paul Hammond sort of done the same thing for the last few years. A sort of, you know, Hitchcockian sort of gimmick he's been doing. I think Russo described it as Shakespearean, and he complained about it. I was like, you know, actually, I kind of like that. That is a good way to describe it. I don't have a problem with it. If somebody else tried to pull off the same sort of gimmick, it might not have worked as well. I might complain about it if somebody else was doing it, but he's doing a good job with it. Actually, unrelated note, something I kind of thought about, who would pull off something sort of Shakespearean, I think I kind of think Keith Lee kind of does that a little bit too. I I would actually like to see him lean into that a little bit more too because he, he sort of comes off as, as a, you know, Big, strong, but athletic guy, but also very intellectual as well. So he's another guy that could sort of lean into that sort of gimmick. Obviously, I don't, I don't, I wouldn't want their gimmicks to be too similar, but I could definitely see him sort of pulling that sort of thing off, you know. So every now and again, I like to uh, discuss some of my thoughts on the world of wrestling that don't actually come up from news links and stuff. So, but yeah, I'm enjoying Sasha and Bailey on uh, SmackDown. I'm enjoying Roman Reigns on SmackDown as well. If uh, Brock Lesnar does eventually come back, that could that could sort of be a little civil war within Paul Heyman's house. They could do it that way, or they you know they could have you know him sort of make the decision and decide which way he wants to go between the two, or you could just uh, you could split him up on different brands if you want and have one on one and have one on the other, and then you, that way you could have him on both shows and not have him necessarily competing for the same title because if you're on different shows, you can compete for different titles. So there's. Couple different things they could do with that as well. So, at any rate, uh, I think that about covers it, covers it for this week for me. You know, like I said, I'm rolling solo this week, so I don't want to take up too much of your time. I don't want to get into the, the wild animals that I sort of get into. that I don't have a set thing I want to talk about, I don't want to go too far one way or the other. So, I'm just going to go ahead and uh, Get ready to close out the show. But uh, if you're enjoying the show, uh, please leave a five star review on whatever podcast app or whatever we listen, whether it be Apple, iTunes, or it be Stitcher, or the various other hundred places you can get your uh, various VOC uh, Nation programming. Please leave us a five star rating and a review. Uh, please do so for the other shows on the network. And thank you for, for supporting the network. I greatly appreciate the time I've done this over the last, I guess, probably seven, eight years now. I've actually been keeping track, but it's been quite some time. So I've appreciated the support you shown me over the years. But anyway, before we go, we're going to go ahead and uh, let you know, if you want to get into some, some gaming action, here's how you do it.
1: Winning season returns at my bookie. Winning season means doubling your first deposit. Winning season means survivor, super contests and squares at my Winning season means hitting all your parlays and props with your feet up, watching your team trounce their rivals. Rejoice! It's time to celebrate the NFL season. Invest in your institution. Use promo code VOCNATION and double your first deposit. New players get up to $1,000 in free play, designed to add more excitement to the sports you love and the games you bet. From live betting to championship futures, every play you want to make is waiting in my bookies. It's simple. Make your picks, win big, collect your cash. Use promo code VOCnation, spell it out V O C Nation, all one word, and double your first deposit. Your winning season begins today only at MyBookie. This is Lance Storm and if I can be serious for a minute, you're listening to VOC Nation worldwide.
2: VOC Nation is one of the longest running wrestling podcast networks having started way back in 2010. VOC Nation's two most popular shows are Wrestling with History, featuring Ken Resnick and Bruce Wirt, streaming live on Wednesday nights at 9.30 p.m. Eastern and In the Room, featuring Pro Wrestling Illustrator's Fred Hicks and WCW alum, The Maestro. Both shows take callers live during the show, and recent guests have included General Adnan, Nito Santana, Haku, Earl Hebner, Dangerous Danny Davis, Jimmy Hart, Ricky Steamboat, Brodus Clay, and so many more.
1: The worldwide leader in entertainment. This is the VOC Nation Radio Network.
3: I came looking for booty.
1: I like you, and I want you. Now we can do this the easy way, or we can do it the hard way. The choice is yours.
3: Well, I don't think you and I will be doing anything any kind of way.